I'm strapped up. Nothing. What was that about? Let's make the fight happen. We strapped the fuck up. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we're back again. You know the drill. Welcome to episode 37 of the Strap Season Podcast. I'm your boy, Cam. I'm your boy, Flows. And just before we kick off proceedings, the usual spiel, make sure you check us out on all the social media platforms and all the streaming platforms. We're on pretty much all of them, to be honest. Um, whether that's your Spotify, your Apple Podcasts, your Google Podcasts, we're all there. So... If you want to just sort of head to the link in our Instagram bio or Twitter bio, you can find all the links there. But yeah, how you been, bro? You been good? Yeah, man. I've been very good. Very good. Looking forward to this episode, man. Yeah, man. It's, I mean, there's no need to stand on ceremony here. I mean, there's only one place we can start, right? I, I'm not trying to waste time. Let's go straight into it, man. Yeah, let's get it stuck uh, in. We was blessed with, finally, you know, another big fight. Canelo versus Saunders yesterday. It finally went down after about a year's worth of potentials and maybes. Is it going to happen? Mm-hmm. It went down. I don't even know where to start with this one. Um, actually, first of all, I just want to say that it felt so good, right? Because this happened in Texas with a full capacity crowd. Yeah, they did it in the AT and T Stadium, which is a which is an NFL stadium out there, I think. Um. They packed it to the brim, 73K. Yeah. And it just felt amazing just having, because obviously we've been watching boxing for so long as of late with no crowd, no atmosphere. And it just felt really good. Even though I wasn't there physically, yeah. watching it from my TV, I could, I could just feel, I was gassed. Bro. Full capacity, crowd, everything. Bro, man, it, it was proper excited, man, just to see a big fight with full crowd. You can feel the atmosphere. Man, it was it was mad excitement and mad nervousness as well. Just seeing that type of event again. Good to see, man. Hopefully we have more of that soon. 100%. And I must say, nothing beats the big fight. The big fights with the big crowd. Yeah. Nothing beats it. Nothing, nothing beats it. Big, big night boxing with the big crowd. Amazing. And the atmosphere, shout out to the people because... I think one critique you usually have of American crowds is there isn't really much atmosphere and whatnot. But I guess it's different in this case because it was really a Latino crowd and a British crowd. So you know both of those together yep. come out in full force and support their fighters and bring just sort of the atmosphere and the ambiance. So, yeah, man, that was my first takeaway straight away. Like, I was a superstar, home. man. <laughs> Fam, big, big superstar. Um, and he's more than a superstar in name. Um, I've said he's the best boxer in the world mm. best boxer on the planet and once again Canelo proved his credentials to me um, where do I start off Canelo man uh, he's a machine <laughs> mm. <laughs> I believe in Spanish like La Machina like he's an he's a <laughs> actual machine bro um, I've said it before I don't see anyone beating him at 160 or 168 yeah. and once again I, re- I reiterate that no one at 160 or 168 is capable of beating this man right now as it is. They're going to have to wait for him to get old, pretty much, I think, because he's not slowing down. He's getting he's better. He's only 30. And he's getting better. That's the scary thing. Um, yeah. Wait, 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 where should we start with? Should I don't even know where to start. Bro- should we start bro, with fight should we start week? With- should we start with a fight? <laughs> where do we start? Yeah, if I- yeah. Let's, let's start with fight week because... <laughs> There's so, yeah, a lot of like little things we've got to get into, a lot of nuances and whatnot with this one. Bro, um, we got time. Last, <laughs> let's talk. Yeah, we got time. Let's let's talk. Um, last week, I made a joke about how I'm super excited for Canelo, Canelo Saunders. Obviously, mm-hmm. we previewed it. And I said, um, you know, the fight's on, fingers crossed, Billy Joe doesn't do anything to mess it up. Mm-hmm. That was my little joke. I said that sort of tongue-in-cheek because I sort of know what Billy Joe is like and whatnot. And I sort of expected something to pop up, some sort of complaint and whatnot. Obviously, you mentioned that, last week you mentioned about how, you know, there's been rumblings from his camp about them not being happy with Eddie Hearn. 
mm-hmm. because of the fact that they feel like he's too biased towards Canelo, even though Billy Joe is a matchroom fighter and Canelo technically isn't. And there's been grumblings from the camp and whatnot. And next thing we know, I think shortly after that, everything just hit the fan. Um, Billy Joe's camp have come out and said that they're not happy with the ring size. Um, and there was a huge palaver over the size of the ring. Mm-hmm. And more or less, Billy Joe and his camp said that, look, we want a 22-foot ring. The current ring in there is, I believe, was it... Tw- no, they, no, they want a 20... Was it 22 or 24 they, foot they want? They wanted 22... I think, well... They wanted... They were happy with the 22, but apparently they wanted 24, is what I heard initially. Yeah. Apparently yeah. they wanted 24, yeah. but... But the ring was 20, right? Yeah. I think at the time, the ring was 20. Mm-hmm. And according to Billy Joe Saunders' camp, they had been training in the 20 in the 24 foot ring um or camp so they expected a minimum 22 foot ring mm. and the fact that the ring wasn't 20 foot they weren't happy and they literally threatened to go home yeah Billy Joe said if it's not so it is I'm not gonna fight and then the first I think during the fight week the build up the first day of sort of press duties Billy Joe didn't turn up Canelo and this team turned up Billy Joe said I think Billy Joe's trainer was there and people from his camp was there, but Billy Joe himself was just chilling in his hotel room taking cheeky snaps. But <laughs> yeah. well, he hasn't um, he had he hadn't been doing any press throughout, really. Yeah, yeah. Canelo was doing yeah, press. He missed all the face-offs. Yeah. Yeah. Um with this sort of ring sort of dispute, um, I think my take on it is that um, when I'm looking at, at sort of different different angles, I'm there thinking. <laughs> You know when um what's that Drake bar when he said he hates it when the, the, the bench guys are talking like starters or something like that? You, you know <laughs> that's what I was there thinking, like, bro, like really joy, you're the B side. You I don't even know why you're making the like it's Canelo's the A side. Surely he's the one that dictates everything in terms of the size of the ring, etc. You can't be really talking like you you're a bench guy, <laughs> talking like a starter right now. But apparently obviously the size of the ring wasn't really in the contract beforehand. Billy Joe and... says it was. Right, okay. Billy Joe was saying that it was what was agreed and it was in the contract. Yeah. Um, we don't know the details of that, but, obviously. But Eddie Hearn sort of basically rebuttaled that and said that it in the contract, no, they, they previously signed the contract which agreed that it would be 20 foot, apparently. Mm. And no, 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 yeah. They agreed it was going to be 20. They agreed it was going to be something. Billy Joe complained and they changed it to 20. I yeah. think it was going to be 18 originally. Yeah. And then the team complained and said that they, they, oh, Billy Joe then asked them, MTK asked them to make it 20. And then again, Billy Joe then said, no, I want 22. And he's blowing his top over that. Okay. So after sort of getting that information from her and whatnot, that sort of told me that it isn't really about him. Tra- I, I have my doubts that this guy trained in a 24-foot ring. I really doubt it. And I think it's come, I mean, I think we know it came out and said that Billy Joe's never even fought in a 22-foot ring before. He hasn't fought like, above 20. 20 is the He's thing. never fought above 20. Yeah. So that just literally told me that Billy Joe was mind gaming. He was, yeah, doing his weird kind of mind games, just sort of maybe getting Canelo's head and whatnot, mm. and maybe add controversy to the whole build-up. That's what I took from it. Yeah, I hear that. I hear what your that. thoughts? Um I, I thought the same thing. I was thinking the same thing um, because we've heard him complain about several other things. We heard him complain that oh, he didn't agree to there being a crowd. He complained about that. Mm. He complained about oh, <laughs> the judges that he wanted one English judge, one Mexican judge and a neutral judge and there's mm. three American judges. He complained about that. So I was like, this is just yeah. a list of complaints he's reading off and it, one side you can see is he's making excuses. The other side yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. mm-hmm. relating to the ring maybe he feels that he to win this fight, he needs a bigger ring. Maybe he genuinely felt that. That part of the game yeah. plan is to have that bigger ring so he can move and box. and do. Use his good movement, yeah. Maybe that's... Because if he hasn't fought in a... Because when it came out that he hadn't fought in a <laughs> ring bigger than 20 foot, I was like, the hell? Yeah. But then yeah. maybe... Canelo's not your regular f- opposition. Maybe that's part of the game plan. So who knows in that sense? But I heard some people mm-hmm. saying, oh yeah, Canelo's cheating. He's trying to cheat this... There was no cheating. I mean, the stipulations for a boxing ring is that it can be 18 foot to 24 foot. To 24. It can yeah. be any... So there's no cheating going on there. It's not like he's breaking yeah. any rules. And in the end, Canelo gave in to the demands. He was like, he don't care. 
So yeah, I, I, I don't even want to feel given in. I think Eddie <laughs> Hearn came to him and said, "Do you want to make it twenty foot?" And Canelo's like, "I don't give a damn. Whatever." <laughs> More like you're still touching canvas. <laughs> that that sort of energy. He came with that energy, kind yeah, of like it doesn't really matter to me. I, I I will go to work regardless. So, yeah, Kerr didn't give a damn. So yeah, that was sorted out. And yeah, but then obviously once that was sorted, we saw Billy Joe do his. He went and fulfilled his press duties and went to the face off and whatnot. He was trying to get in Canelo's head. Canelo, Canelo did bite a bit, you know. Billy Joe is—he's one of those, you know. He's he's little kind of like a chihuahua, like he was—he'll be in your ear all day, yeah, talking smack. And Canelo did bite. Canelo definitely did bite a little I bit. Don't think um, he bit. He, I feel I like think, he, he went—he went down to his level a little bit. Yeah, I feel like I think he played. Yeah. He, he played. He played. A, played a part. I mean, you see him speaking English more. I think he's trying to s- yeah. sell himself a bit more. He's—he's he's bringing out his yeah. character. He's being a bit more mouthy. I think he just. Not that he bit, he yeah. just thought, all right, let me play along. Let me let me go back and yeah. forth with this guy. Yeah. Um, so that was nice to see. Um, yeah, Canelo is speaking English more. And we've said it before, it's sort of been it's sort of been a like the worst kept secret that this guy understands and speaks English. Yeah. He just he just chooses not to speak English. But we we've known for a while he speaks English from when they're asking questions in English and he's uh, he's not even letting the translator translate. He's answering, he's trying to grab the mic for the translator to answer straight away. That's that tells you that this guy speaks English and he understands it perfectly. Um, but yeah, it's nice to see him getting the English sort of what naturally because things get lost in translation, so you get to see more his personality when he's speaking in English, see what he's like. Yeah. But um, yeah, um, build up that's the build up done. So yeah, we have ourselves a fight now. We're thinking, wonderful, cool, it's gonna go down Saturday. As I mentioned before, the atmosphere was great. The stage was set. It was almost a show. You saw Canelo's intro was basically a little con- mini concert before he came out. Um, yeah, I was gassed. Michael Buffer doing the intros. I'm just there, ready, ready for this. I'm thinking, yeah, the atmosphere is perfect. Everything's right. Let's have ourselves a show now. Um, first round, KG, mm-hmm. definitely KG. You, we sort of. I think we put it. We, we, I mean, we sort of knew that what the game plan would be for Billy Joe. Use his movement, um, make it, you know, be awkward in there, be slippery, and I probably even though the first round was cage from both fighters, I gave Billy Joe the first round of the basis of I believe he was landing more jabs. He was Canelo didn't really land much in the first round. Canelo did a few throw. power shots. He didn't really throw much. Yeah, he, he he was sort of yeah. Billy Joe was sort of jabbing him a little bit, touching him a couple of times with the jab and getting out of there. And I'm there thinking, okay, decent start, decent start. But Canelo hasn't been done anything. So second round now, Canelo comes out completely different. <laughs> starts stalking, starts stepping to him. And it was weird because from like the, the second round and the third round, I remember Billy Joe was, I was baffled by his game plan. He's, he's standing he, there trying to trade. He, he was standing in the pocket with Canelo trading with him. And I said, what are you doing, bro? I, I'm, I was there baffled. Like, I, I, I'm trying to understand what he's trying to do right now because... Yeah, I thought Billy Joe started really slow the first couple of rounds. He he wasn't on it. I don't know if he was trying to see what Canelo has, yeah. sort of download what Canelo has or whatnot. I feel like that's what he was trying to do. I yeah. feel like he was trying to gauge what, you know, if he can take the power, whatever. But it yeah, he lost the rounds on the basis of that because he was playing Canelo's game in terms of he was standing there and trading with Canelo. And we know Canelo is a vicious puncher. But also a vicious counter puncher. Canelo is a really good counter puncher, so it was just playing into Canelo's hands because they were having, they were having, they were both trading together, and Canelo was winning the exchanges to me, off the basis that he's more powerful and he was more accurate with the counter punching. And yeah, Billy Joe wasn't the third, like the second or third round. Billy Joe wasn't really he would trade with him, but then he wouldn't let his hands go afterwards. He would sort of was let himself be backed up. The game plan was confusing me at that, at that point. Um. Canelo landed, obviously, he started going to the body early. We know that body work is almost like patented now for any Eddie Reynoso fighter. Um, and yeah, Billy Joe, I, just, I was just confused by the game plan at the start. Now we fast forward to the later rounds, to, no, not the later rounds, the middle rounds now. And that's when Billy Joe had his long, his good period of success. Um, Billy Joe got in the groove. And when I say Billy Joe get caught in the groove, I mean he had his hands down. He was, you see, you see when Billy Joe he's a rhythm fighter, and when yeah. he gets into a rhythm, 
and he's fluid. He's so uh, he's lovely to watch. He really is. And those mid those middle rounds was when he had his best work. He, like I said, he had his hands down. He was flicking out the jab. You know, you'll flick out the jab a couple of times and then touch Canelo with a couple of combos and then get out of there. He was doing that lovely. The footwork was great, making Canelo miss. I'm there thinking, this is this is the Billy Joe I've come to see. This is it. Yes. I'm giving you these rounds. And I was gassed because I'm there thinking, yes, Billy Joe has arrived. This is what we've come to see. This is this is the real Billy Joe. When you get when he has his hands down, Billy Joe, he fights better with his hands down. When he, get, when he gets into a rhythm, he fights better. And he was winning those rounds for me, the middle rounds. I was giving him those rounds off the basis of the fact that he was making Canelo miss a hell of a lot. Yep. Canelo was trying to bang him to the body, but he, Billy, showed, Billy Joe was actually catching a lot of the body work. The ones, Canelo hits you with two body shots. It's usually either the one down the middle or the one sort of towards, you know, just past the guard, sort of towards the side. And he was trying to hit Billy Joe down the middle. Billy Joe was blocking a lot of his punches and then slipping and getting out of the way of them. And I was really enjoying Billy Joe's work in the middle rounds. I really was. But I tell you what brought me down to earth. When you said, this is great from Billy Joe, <laughs> but I promise you, the judges aren't seeing any of this. Yep. And I said, oh my gosh, you're right, you know. <laughs> Bro. I, said, I said, yeah. That, that brought me back down to reality real quick. When you said, I promise you, the judges aren't seeing any of this work. And it's, boy, you was right. It's what, it's what I said from, from every time we've, we've canvassed this fight. I said, yeah. um, we need to see the best Billy Joe. But even mm. if we see the best Billy Joe, Canelo is good enough to have some form of success within rounds. Yeah. Within whatever mm. good work that Billy Joe is doing, Canelo is good enough to have mm. some success. And whatever success he does have is enough for the judges to give him the rounds. So you're seeing mm. Billy Joe... I think he was play, he was playing he was he was playing up to certain things. Like any time Canelo threw a shot, he'd goad him and he'd stick his tongue out, he'll shake his head. Yep. Little things like that. Yeah. And I think that that would play with the judges thinking, oh, he's actually been hit there. Even if he caught it with his guard or even if the yeah. shot he rode the shot kind of thing. He was doing things like that. And I've never been a fan a bit... of fighters when they you know when fighters I've I've I've, ne- I've never been a fan I don't, of fighters. I don't like will... Pretend like when they've been hit, clearly they've and they'll shake their head saying, No, nah, did nothing to me. Bruno's the perfect, he does it all the time. Yeah, Bruno and does it's it all like the time. You're, you're shaking your head, but it's bait that you've just been hit, and yeah. judges have seen that. And it's just even if it doesn't hurt you, it's a scoring shot. Even even if it's certain times, even if you don't see it in real time that the shots land, you see you see the fighter react like shaking his head. You're thinking, Oh, yeah. that's a scoring shot. You've been hit. Yeah. <laughs> you, 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 you're thinking, Oh, did he land there? Why is he why is he fainting? Is he fainting? Yeah. Whatever, and he was doing a lot of that. So I don't know. Um, it, it maybe maybe that was paying into into account. Obviously, the crowd. Every time yeah. Canelo does something, they cheer. The crowd's going to get gas. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just it just makes it difficult. You got you're going to for play. you. Yeah. yeah I was like, for you, those middle rounds. Were you giving Canelo? Were you, sorry, were you giving Billy Joe those rounds? The middle rounds, like yeah, yes. Um, I'd say he was doing his best words. I think yeah, the fifth round work. was his was his best round. His fifth round, he was. Yeah. He was looking for, he was doing everything right to me. But at the same time, I was like, you need to cut out this shaking your head and sticking your tongue out. When you make him yeah. miss, just 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 focus. Like he was making him miss, yeah. but every time Canelo did like land, he'd he'd make that the focal point by shaking his head or like mm. sticking his tongue out or something. I was just like, you yeah. need to cut it out. But yeah, I gave uh-huh. him the fourth, the fifth. I think Canelo came back strong in the sixth rounds, but um, yeah. yeah. The fourth and fifth I gave him, and then the seventh I think I gave him as well. Mm. So yeah, okay. he, he was boxing well. I was I was I was very pleased with what I was seeing. It's just it, I knew it was the right game success. Plan. Yeah, yeah. It's that's one thing. I think yes, we predicted that there'd be portions of the fight where Billy Joe would outbox Canelo. He's a, like I've said, I would say it again, Billy Joe's a superb boxer. Mm. When it comes to boxing and moving, he's up there with the best. Um. But there was always that air of, it, or air of it inevitability, I believe, in that fight. And that's all well and good outboxing Canelo for portions. But this is a guy who you can't stop for 12 rounds. Yeah. Can you keep this guy off your ass for 12 rounds? Because he always gets to you. And not just 12 rounds, bro. It's every minute of the, that, that three-minute round. Every minute of that three yeah. round, you've got, you've got to make him look silly. You can't let him have any success. Yeah. Exactly. That's the. That's exactly. That's and it's impossible. He's too good. Like I said before, Canelo is one of the best in the world at defending whilst going forward on the front foot because of the head movement alone. 
I mean, you, once again, we saw how ridiculous his head movement was yesterday. Um, he's able to defend whilst pressing the action forward, which is nuts. Very, very incredible underrated skill. Um, very few can do it. Um, so, yeah, Billy Joe had his moments, and there were moments when Billy Joe was making Canelo. I'm there thinking, I haven't seen Canelo miss so many shots like this in a while. Wow. That's Wide big. shots as well. <laughs> Yeah, as in, as in, you know, at one portion we're looking, and Billy Joe can do that. That's how good he is with his movement and his defensive ability. He can do that. But the question is, Canelo will always get to you, and he will, like you said, it's three minutes of the round. But there were portions where, like, Billy Joe would have the first minute of the round, and it's looking nice. But the final minute, Canelo gets to you, and it was, it was then get him in the corner and start banging him. And yeah, the the bodywork from Canelo was there. Like I said, a lot, a lot of the body work was blocked by Billy Joe, but the ones around the side was catching Billy Joe a lot. And like I said, the air inevitability was there. And this is where, obviously, we, we come now to the seventh and eighth rounds. And I, I gave, I, I believe I gave Canelo the seventh, which yeah, made it 4-3 at the time. I had, I, had, I had Billy Joe up 4-3 after the seventh. And then the eighth round comes now. Um, and... This is when I say Canelo is a tactician in there as well. Because what we've seen is Billy Joe probably had his worst round of the fight. Definitely. Well, yeah, he did have his worst round of the fight. <laughs> Canelo got to him, but he got to him in a bad way. And in a sense where I think what had set up the main flurry of punches, if you remember, remember when Billy Joe swung for him, Canelo's caught him with a vicious counter body shot. Do you remember? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. You know, it's, the, this is before the final punch, but yeah, but he, he he hit Billy Joe, yeah, with a nasty counter body shot. Didn't like him one bit. And Billy Joe didn't like that. He was hurt off that. He yeah. was hurt off that because Billy Joe, I think, is going to hold pretty much. He yeah. tried to hold. And Canelo's then barraged him against the ropes, barraged him, barraged him, barraged him. Um, Billy Joe, and it was during that barrage as well where Billy Joe has sort of ducked low to, I guess, slip one of his punches. And then Canelo has used a counter uppercut as Billy Joe is ducked low yeah. and sort of, yeah. He Billy basically Joe threw, Billy Joe threw and then Canelo ducked it and he tried to, yeah. he anticipated the shot, tried to duck and then yeah. got caught. Yeah. And when I say that Canelo is so smart in there because he'd actually hit Billy Joe with that shot a few times in that fight. He'd, I don't been, know if he he'd been throwing it. The first sorry, one, yeah, I remember. Sorry, he, he, sorry. He, yeah, he'd been throwing that punch for a lot. Yeah, yeah, he caught a few, but there was the first, the very first one I noticed because it whistled past Billy Joe. I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Past, I, I, I remember like, that one as well. Yeah, and this one, I said, "This is what I mean." This guy is incredible. I think he he obviously clocked in there that when Billy Billy Joe would obviously slip his punches, and a lot of the times Billy Joe would slip low, as in he would bend low to try and avoid some of his shots, mm. and obviously bring himself low. And Canelo was throwing that punch a lot because he knew he could time him with the uppercut. Um, every time Billy Joe would sort of try and slip low, he can then hit him with the uppercut with that shot. And he was trying to get him with that shot a few times. And obviously, finally, he was able to set that trap in the eighth round. And he finally caught Billy Joe with that shot. And it's cracked him flush, right in the face. Mm. And I'm there thinking, okay, yeah, he that's a, that's a tough shot, but he took it while he's okay. He was wobbled. Obviously, he was wobbled, he but was immediately he survived hurt. the round. There, yeah. Yeah. He, but I'm there thinking, okay, he survived the round. Cool. Get to your corner, regroup. That's a tough, tough round for him, but you're cool. I've obviously, at that time now, Canelo is now playing to the crowd. He's hyping the crowd up. Obviously, he knew. I think even during the middle of the yeah, flurry. During the, yeah, during the, yeah, round, the, 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 the round. The round hadn't even finished. My man was hyping the crowd up. He was, you know, pumping the crowd up and stuff. I'm thinking, boy, Canelo's feeling it right now. And the judge is going to, off the crowd, off the crowd reaction alone, the judges are giving in the next two rounds. <laughs> but, but yeah, obviously, Billy Joe's made it to his corner now and he sat down. I'm still sort of taking in the fight and whatnot. I'm gassed because Canelo's yeah. gassed up the crowd. My boy's messaged me saying, Billy Joe's not coming out. Of, he's, he, he, my boy's actually messaged me saying, Billy Joe's not coming out for the ninth. I said, huh? What are you talking about? Next thing I know, literally, an instant later, <laughs> literally, literally, uh, like, two, like a couple seconds later, I see Canelo on the rope celebrating, and then the ref, the commentators go, "They called the fight off. It's over." Canelo, I said, I said, I said, what, bro? I've messaged my boy saying, "Wait, what?" 
my boy says, look at Billy Joe's eye. And so obviously I've looked at my pre up, I've looked at it and I thought, oh, fair. The eye, the, he can't even like the eye. So yeah, Canelo has hit Billy Joe with that uppercut, that kind of uppercut, he hit him flush. It looks straight, Billy Joe's eye swollen up straight away. Big, big swollen up straight away. He can't even open it. It's completely shut. And I think they say that that's a sign that the orbital, orbital bone has been broken yeah, or fractured. If, if, if it flares up immediately and swells up like that immediately and shuts, that's a short, you know, bona fide sign that the orbital, orbital bone has been compromised or whatever. It's, it's been fractured. And it turns out that Billy Joe's corner, Mark Tibbs, his trainer, has pulled him out of the fight because of it. Yeah. And that's how Canelo got the victory. Um, yeah. <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? Bit um, anticlimactic, no? Yeah, but um, it's interesting that your boy clocked it because Canelo yeah. landed that shot and Canelo knew immediately. In hindsight, Canelo yep. knew immediately. That's why he was cheering yep. on the crowd. He even said afterwards, yep. like, yeah, he knew you weren't coming out. He felt his face crush. He, he felt his face break, yeah. Yeah, so... I was thinking, we don't really see Canelo cheering on the crowd. He's been goaded for the whole fight. And I thought, all right, he's landing the shot. He, he's him. Bro, he knew Canelo wanted to he, break Billy Joe's face. Yeah, as he soon wanted as he landed that shot, he knew. And it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy because even before Mike Tibbs waved off, he was already celebrating. He, he said he told yeah. him. He knew he won. <laughs> yeah. He knew it was over. He landed that shot. He knew it was over. And it's, it's mad because... Um, I was saying that before the fight, that like, let's let's be real. Um, this is a tough fight for Canelo. Like we've all given him the victory beforehand, but he needs to bring his A yep. game. He can't come in yep. there and just think it's a walkover because he was finding it hard in there at times. But he's that yep. good that he set up that shot beautifully, landed it, and he knew it was a wrap from there. He knew it was. Um, a and Billy yeah. Joe done, actually yeah. done well to survive the rest of the round. You know. I give him credit yeah. for that because when he got back yeah. to the corner, I was like, nope. okay. I was like you. I was like, okay, regroup. Let's let's go again. <laughs> but yeah, because it's yeah. But I mean, that round at the end of that round, obviously, that for me made it four four. So after that eighth round, I had to fight a draw. Four 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 rounds apiece. I'm there thinking, okay, four more rounds to go. Let's have it. Let's go. Like Billy Joe's still in this. Obviously, to me, he's still in this. But I knew, obviously, the judges. Yeah, we'll we'll get onto that. Um, but yeah. I'm there thinking, nice, 4-4, but Canelo's now in the ascendancy. Let's see how Billy Joe handles these latter rounds because Canelo's going to be stalking him like a, like a, like a, yeah, like a monster. Um, but no, he closed the show in, I won't say magnificent fashion, but devastating fashion because my man broke his face. <laughs> like, he broke his face. Um, and yeah, Billy Joe just, yeah, I mean... Let's let's talk about the decision to pull him out of the fight from Mark Tibbs because naturally, obviously afterwards, I'm seeing the American public obviously kill Billy Joe, quit, you know, you, you know, you, no mass, all of that, blah 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 blah. I'm saying no mass Saunders. Yeah, it's it's always it's you know, um, someone said Billy Joe, no Billy Joe, you know, no heart Saunders, etc. Wow. He's been accused of being a quitter. Um, it's always this is always techie for me because. Obviously, we we discussed this at length with what happened to Kell Brook, for example, and Daniel Dubois. Mm-hmm. Boxers obviously have that expectation of being warriors in the ring, and they've got to you know go out on their shield, etc. Um, do you think it's right to uh, you know attribute the quit the quit attack to Billy Joe for this one? Um, I, I, maybe we should stop using the word quit because the term quit seems to offend people. It seems to be yeah something that are oh, they're scared to say. Yeah, because it, it seems to be a thing of shame. Because obviously. Yeah, yeah, let's let's because don't forget the the sort of the the negative connotation behind quitting. It's almost like a shameful, cowardly sort of act, right? You gave up, but in like I said, there's it's, it's, there's so many things to apply to it, right? It's all um, semantics, bro. It's semantics. Like let's a lot of semantics. It, yeah, it, that's what that's what it is. Because if you want to use another term, he retired. Let's say he retired. He retired. Called, yeah, we can we can say that. Um, it wasn't his decision. It was the decision of his team. But it's based on yep. the effect of what happens. If you can't continue yep. the fight and it's not stopped yep. by the referee, or yep. you, you you've been rendered unconscious, or it's the the yep. judges, then you can retire in your corner, whether it's be your team throwing in the towel, or whether it's you not being able to continue, and that's going to be a decision. Or the, that, the doctor pulling you out for the yeah, or the, yeah, yeah, or the doctor pulling you out. So 
it's not about oh, there's no shame in if you can't continue the fight, there's no shame in quitting. Like, what's the point? Like, I, I understand the fact that oh, and it's it's people say it's the fans' fault. I don't think it's the fans' fault. I think a lot of these boxers talk that are oh, I'm a fighter, I'm a warrior, so they've set the standard for themselves. They talk yep. about ah, oh, I'm gonna go out on my shield. All these terms that we hear before. So when you hear certain fighters say those terms and other fighters do another thing, it's gonna get criticism for a certain fan base, especially if it's your position yeah. fan base. They're gonna criticize. And unfortunately, Billy Joe hasn't helped himself with his comments in the past about. So obviously, William Wayne Dubois obviously had his. Wayne Dubois had to, you know, stop. You know, after Joe Joy stopped him because of his eye injury. Yeah. Um, I, I believe Billy Joe made comments about how, yeah, they could never be him, or you know, he would never go out on one knee, he would never go out like that, etc. Yeah, says he would have um, to get stretched out the ring and stuff like that. Yeah, it's, yeah. He, he, unfortunately, he hasn't helped himself with his comments, and I think a lot of boxers need to. I feel like they need to stop saying stuff like that because, as you see in Billy Joe's case, they all you can talk all that until that until that shit happens to you, bro. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's all nice, well and good, but then look, it's happened to you now. Karma's come come around. It's happened to you, and you unfortunately got you 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 got stopped on your stool because of the fact that you broke your eye. So um, yeah, but I just I just feel like boxers have to be careful when they when they set that expectation for themselves because these injuries are real and they do happen. Yep. Um, we've seen many eye injuries now. We can reel them off. Kel Brook twice. Dubois, um, Anthony Ogogo had a bad injury that caused him to retire. Um, Sugar yeah. Ray. Had a bad injury that took away six years of his of, of his career, um, so it it happens. Unfortunately, it's devastating. I will say this though. I have no qualms with what Mark Tibbs did. I think it's the best decision that he's done. Brilliant decision. And he he saved Billy Joe's career that night yesterday. No, he saved Billy Joe's career beyond his career. <laughs> like his eyes, his eyesight. He's... Because, because bro, if that well, I mean, yeah, they more or less confirmed it was a fractured orbital. Mm-hmm. A fractured orbital, so he can't see so that eye shut. He can't see out that eye. Against Canelo, and the way Canelo hits, his eye's gone. By the time it, by the time we reach the twelfth round, that eye is finished. As in, when I say finished, not recovering. He's yeah. blinded one eye. I'm, I promise you that, because Canelo is not going to stop, <laughs> and he's going to keep bashing that face. <laughs> and Canelo hits like a train, as we can see, explosive power. Canelo with a shatter to his eye. So 100%. Mark Tibbs has just saved his fighter's career. Well done, Mark Tibbs, man. Well that's done, what, Mark Tibbs. That's, that's what Mark Tibbs is there for. That's what the corner is there for. Yep. But <laughs> I, I, exactly, you you got to say, um, people will say that okay, Billy Joe said those comments about Daniel Dubois, and yes, he didn't take the knee. Yes, he survived the round. He showed he showed heart to survive the round. Yes, yeah. he wasn't the one who essentially tapped out himself. He didn't just take the knee and take the count himself. Yeah, um, Mark Tibbs is mm. the one who saved him, but. Like you said, you've said all these things before. You said that you'd rather get stretched out the ring, that this is the fight business. Billy yeah. Joe says a lot of things, but you, he weren't protesting when Mark Teams w- waved off. He yeah, he, he wasn't. Yeah. He, he's the one who told Mark Teams that he can't see. Uh. And for that reason, he, he couldn't continue. So I don't think saying, oh, I, I think there's a lot of semantics about it. There's no shame in yeah. saying it's over because you're going to lose your yeah. eyesight. And he, yeah. This is this is your biggest payday here, and I fully yeah. support the decision. That imagine now he fights on and he loses, and now he's got to spend the rest of his life going for eye surgery, eye operations like Anthony Ogogo. He, um, yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and he won't get to enjoy the money, or he can yeah. pull out, get, gave a good account of himself. He physically can't continue because he can't see, and he's orbital problems. We, we want the safety of these fighters is paramount. Yeah. Great decision by Mark Tibbs. Pull him out. No shame in it because he fought a good mm. fight. He didn't just come there and lie down. He survived the round. And it is what it is, man. Um, but yeah, I won't use the term quit anymore because I think it's yeah. a touchy subject and who am I to say you're a quitter? I won't say that about any fight. I won't call them a quitter. We, I, yeah, exactly. I, see the, I see the back and forth between people. So I, I just think it's better not to use that term. Just say the yeah. corner pulled him out. He retired, whatever. Another term. So we, we don't offend It's easy for us to say as well, but, but we're not in the ring with them. We, we're not the one taking them shots there. So yeah, of it's, course. Different. it's a different ballgame. So yeah. it's, I think it's very easy for us fans to be like, oh, he's a quitter, he's a coward, blah, blah. Bro, you break your eye, you break your eye socket against Canelo and see what if you don't, <laughs> see yeah. if you don't pull out as well. Yeah, man. Um, but 
Canelo is scary. The, the explosive power is just scary. Um, he broke my man's face. Um, it's 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 all all scary. Um, you know what makes it scary? Yeah. Yeah, go on. This guy is smaller than all of them. <laughs> Physically, <laughs> naturally, he's a small. Yeah, he's a small middleweight. I've said it all the time. He's naturally he's just, a small middleweight. He's a small. He's he's between one fifty four, one sixty, and he, yeah, he's the strongest person at one sixty eight. How, how does that make sense? Insane, <laughs> insane. He's got more and power than all guys if, bigger than him. And I saw a lot of people saying that, oh, he didn't look like a pound for pound elite yesterday. Bro, this is Billy Joe Saunders. He's against elite opposition. Champion, Billy, Joe champion. Re- Ch- Billy Joe Saunders is renowned for being super tricky, super slippery, very difficult to hit, and renowned for making fighters look stupid. So it, it's not all... I mean, what, what do you want to see? Because so, these are the same people who will complain and say, oh, yeah. If Canada had it easy now, they'll say, oh, rigged. Boxing is a joke. Oh, blah, blah. He's walked through him. How, how the hell has that happened? Now they're complaining that Canelo didn't look like a superstar because he faced adversity. It doesn't make sense, man. He can't win. He's, he's beat up. He's beat, not beat up because it was a close, to me, like I said, I had it 4-4 at the time. Um, it was a close, competitive fight. But he's beaten a guy that's world-class. So, yeah. He's faced world adversity. The two-weight world champion. He's faced adversity and he's come through it. What more can you ask? So, yeah, it wasn't an A-star performance, but it was a damn good performance because he got the job done in devastating fashion. So, yeah, man. To me, any any, med- any fight Canelo has in one sixty eight and he wins is yeah. a is an eight because he should he shouldn't be in that <laughs> weight class. I don't care. <laughs> this, guy, this guy is the I same height, still. same height as welterweights. He's got the same reach yep. as welterweights, and he's yep. there fighting people one sixty eight, and they're calling for him to fight at one seventy five. This yep. is defying the realms of boxing. Yep. You shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, it's I true. mean, back in the day, they used to do it for fun, but back then mm. people were a lot smaller. The dimensions weren't the same. You could, yeah. you could almost move to heavyweight in, in those times. Now these, yeah. these are big guys you're coming up against, and he's he's beating them. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I'd be remiss to not mention the judges. Um, obviously, you know we, we you know we mention the judges every now and again, don't we, bro? <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Um, we we expected that the judges probably wouldn't see well. I say seeing inverted comments, right? That see Billy Joe's work and whatnot. And this, this is why it was an impossible task for Billy Joe, to be honest, because as we said, he would have to, Canelo would have to have like a D, D performance and Billy Joe would have to have like an A-star performance. Mm. And also, yeah, he would have to make Canelo look so stupid, which is impossible because Canelo always comes with, you know, Canelo always comes in shape and always comes ready to bang out. And obviously he can't hurt Canelo. The power just... He, if Triple G can't even rock this guy, Billy Joe hasn't got a chance in hell. So this is why I'm saying it's an impossible task and the judges will always see Canelo's activity and aggression as a path to victory. Um, looks at the judges' scorecards, all three judges had Canelo up. Um, I can't remember the exact numbers. I think mean, one judge was 75, 77 to Canelo. I think the other judges had like 78, 74 to Canelo. Yeah, um, giving him like yeah. two rounds, two, three rounds. Yeah. Max. Um, yeah, I personally had it 4-4 at the time. So I had the fight as a draw at the, end of a, at the time of the stoppage. Um, but yeah, I wasn't expecting the judges, any of the judges to have Billy Joe ahead or have it even close, I guess, um, which is a shame. But it, it, you question, I guess, what, how it was scored, I guess, because Billy, a lot of the body work that Canelo did throw at Billy Joe, for me, a lot of it was blocked. Billy Joe did a really good job, especially against the ropes. I mm. think he blocked a lot of Canelo's body work. And he did make Canelo miss a lot. But Canelo was landing. In terms of power punches, Canelo had the clear edge. Yeah. Like Canelo was sort of power loading up. Canelo wasn't even... This is why I know Canelo came with mean intentions. He wasn't even really setting up his work with a jab and that. He, he was trying to... He <laughs> wasn't jabbing at all. And Canelo is a good... He's got a good jab. This is why, this is why it was a different performance for him because I don't know if it was... He just really wanted to hurt Billy Joe which I guess he did and he succeeded. But yeah, in terms of power punches, that's what Canelo was really going for. So in terms of power punches, he landed, he had the clear edge of Billy Joe. But maybe that's why the judges, you question, I guess, what's worth more to the judges, right? The jab, because Billy Joe did land a lot of jabs. He was able to jab with Canelo. He was able to out-jab Canelo or the power punches. And I guess for the judges, 
Canelo's power punches and the aggression being on the front foot and stuff, to them, that's what they like to see. And that's why they had him up comfortably, I guess. Yeah. Um, also, you yeah. can say, uh, when you're looking at Billy Joe's jabs, it wasn't a piston-like jab. It was very... It was, it was, a, bit, fl- it was a flip jab. It, yeah, was, it, was, a, it was a tappy, was, tappy jab, yeah. Yeah, it was a flicky jab, which a lot was getting... A lot of them were getting dodged. A lot of them were getting blocked as well. Um, they were yeah. landing. He was throwing it often. So I guess the frequency was good. But um, yeah, you can simply say that a lot of them weren't connecting shots or eye-catching. It, it weren't, it weren't a, a, a solid head-bopping, head-bobbling jab. Mm. So yeah, maybe you're looking at the weight of the damage of the punches and you're thinking Canelo is landing a meaningful shots here. Because not just the judges, a lot of people said Canelo was winning. They couldn't really see yeah. how you could give Billy Joe more than two rounds. Yeah. So yeah. I had some guys saying that Canelo won every single round. So um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's the problem with Canelo, man. He's going he's, he's gonna to have success. Because, yeah, because he's so active and because he's so aggressive on the front foot, it's even in a score on a scoring basis, it's tough to outscore him because you're seeing a guy that's consistently pressing forward and still landing, still. So, yeah, man. I, How many scores are again? Because remember the Kovalev fight, the, or the yeah. two Triple G fights, controversial. The Kovalev fight was mad because I was so sure Kovalev was winning that fight. I was, up until I was, the I, I was convinced. I, I was so convinced that Kovalev was piecing this guy up. Obviously, he wasn't hurting him, but he was winning the fight. And then I saw the scorecard and I said, what? Yeah. I think I gave Canelo maybe three, four rounds in that fight. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, yeah, he's lost this. I was like, he had no business coming to this weight. <laughs> but at the yeah. end of the day, he was still walking out over there. <laughs> um, the, the, uh, Mayweather, the Mayweather, was it CJ Ross who gave him a draw against Mayweather? From, yeah, then, I knew, <laughs> from then I knew this guy. That, 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 that was corruption of the highest order. Um, it didn't even make sense. But yeah, once again, who who can beat this guy, bro? At one sixty or one sixty eight. Remember, remember the 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 title of our last episode. What was the title? Stay with these Mexicans, please. Stay with these Mexicans, please. please. Bro, they're killing our British fighters, man. It's like six to twenty four, man. <laughs> the score yeah. was ridiculous, bro. He Canelo's run through the whole match room. He's run through the whole match room, man. He's the top scorer for the Mexicans right now. The um, Mexicans killing that <laughs> Scorecard looking brazy. Um, yeah, man, I, I can't see anyone. And like I said, until he slows down physically, yeah, I can't see anyone beating him. Maybe, I mean, obviously, what's next? He's called out Caleb Plant. Yeah, he said, he said, Caleb, you're next, my friend. I'm coming. <laughs> he said, you're next, my friend. Um, yeah, Caleb Plant, very, very good fighter. I think we both said we're big fans of Caleb. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, he meets the same fate as Billy Joe. I'm gonna keep it. I'm keep it a stack with you, bro. Mm. I even think. I even think that he gets stopped earlier than Billy Joe. I won't lie to you. And I say that because they're both defensively really good. Mm. But you know how I pinpointed how they both defend in different ways. Yeah. Whereas Billy Joe is more reliant on slipping the punches, using the getting jab, counter punch it, and get and getting out of there real quick. Caleb Plant is more of the the body movement, sort of the lateral body movement, and defensive stances to try and block your punches and roll your punches and stuff. So because of that, he's more there in the pocket with you. Yeah. Whereas Billy Joe is out of the pocket. He's gone. Mm-hmm. Caleb Plant will be in the pocket with you. And I just think being in the pocket with Canelo is a recipe for disaster, full stop. No matter how good defensive you are, you shouldn't be in the pocket with this guy. So that's why I feel like Canelo gets to plant quicker than Billy Joe. I won't lie. Yeah. Remember from time I've said I like sweet hands as the one who's has the best chance. And I say that mm. because, and I think I said it last time we discussed it. Yeah. I just think yeah. he's more of a disciplined fighter than Billy Joe. You right. won't. I think if he gets in there with Canelo, he won't be trying this showboating thing. He won't try and trade mm. with him. I think he'll generally try to avoid any danger and make him try and make him look silly. He's mm. going to try and take every success away from Canelo. Yeah. And have his success. He's going to actively try and do that. Um, I don't think he wins. <laughs> I'll say that now. I don't think he beats Canelo. Do you think, do you think he gets stopped? Yeah, he could, he could get stopped. Yeah. He's not winning. <laughs> um, yeah. He's, he's not knocking out Canelo and he's not, he's not, he's not going to achieve his game plan against Canelo. It'll be a good yeah. fight. It'll be another competitive fight. It'll be close. Yeah. Once again, maybe I even have Caleb Plant winning on my scorecards. Maybe. If, mm. if the best Caleb Plant we see turns up, 
But yeah. he's inevitable. Gonna, he's not going to be the one to do it. Um, David Benavides. Nope. Add him to the list. Nope. Okay. Add him to another, another, you know, conquered foe. Uh, yep. Um, we saw afterwards in the press conference it heated up. Boo Boo was there. He came. You know, he was looking for. He was doing his call out. Um, Canelo dismissed him real quick. <laughs> that was funny. Funny. Uh, hilarious. Um, Boo Boo is never going to get that fight ever. <laughs> I won't lie. Canelo's <laughs> now said that he's. It's funny. Canelo said that he said I'm never going to fight you. Um, but I, I, I don't see where how Boo Boo can even get you. First of all, he needs to move up. Second of all, um, in terms of I guess just pedigree, in terms of money and being a draw, it's just not. I mean, Canelo's a draw in itself, but I just don't see how Boo Boo can get that fight. He hasn't got a belt at 168. Um, he hasn't. Maybe if Boo Boo was to say unify the 160, people might clamor for it or Canelo come back down and take Boo Boo. But yeah, yeah, I just don't see that ever happening. To be honest, um, that's what he needs in to do. Any dimension at the moment. Yeah, he Boo Boo needs to fight better opposition. Let's be he, real. He needs to create a world map. Yeah, fight Charlo, fight Golovkin, fight Billy Joe. Yep, do all of that, yep. and then you're irresistible to Canelo. Exactly. And speaking of Charlo, a lot of people feel like Charlo is probably the best bet. Um, nope. Charlo is very good. I feel like I feel like Charlo is improving, as we've seen. Mm-hmm. Right now, though, he still loses. Yep. Only way I can see Charlo beating Canelo is when Canelo is, say, 35 yep. and physically had it. Then it's Charlo's time, and Charlo will beast him and whatnot. But right now, I cannot categorically say anyone beats this guy right now at 160 or 168. The only way I see him losing is if he goes to 175 and fights Paterbiev. And it's oh. mad. People, people are even saying that Paterbiev loses to him as well. <laughs> it's, it's annoying that people are even demanding that. Just because he dabbled in 175, he has no business yeah. being there. Yeah. I think what, let's say, I guess we, we want to canvas what Canelo's plan is now. He faces plan, yeah. becomes undisputed. What next after that? Yeah. Um, it's either a third triple G fight yeah. If the people want it, I don't want it. But if the people want that, it will go down. I'll tune in because I'm a fan. But yeah, I I don't really want to see that. Um, Triple G is now aging. It's not the same Triple G. Um, I feel like Canelo beats him uh, more comfortably than he did previously. Um, so that's that's that that's there for him. Um, uh, it's Errol Spence. It's Spence. Oh, Errol Spence. Yeah, Spence. Errol Spence. Yeah. Like how I see it. This guy, he's undisputed now. He's achieved legacy. He's yep. going to go for the Hall, money. Full of fame already. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. just going to go for where the, where the money is now. So Golovkin fight, a tri- third fight with that, that's big money. And there was Spence fight at whatever catch weights they make or whatever weight. 160. Like, it'll be, it'll be 160, I reckon. 160. If they meet at 160, that's a big fight in, in that same stadium. I don't know how much yep. he could take, but if, if they can make it take more, it's take. Yeah. They're, they're maxing that out. Um, yeah, and then whoever else emerges as a cash sort of cash emerging king. people, so yeah, potentially if, if Charlo, Charlo, if Charlo, he's not active enough at the minute, but if Charlo becomes yeah. a big draw, yeah, let's I, speak about the activity because I think this is the main reason as to why Canelo is so good. He's fought what three fights? Is, is it three fights this year already, or two fights? December, this year? February, December. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's say three fights this year basically, in quick succession, shortly after each other. Mm. Two of them were unifications. This guy is fighting the best, more or less, every single time, consistently, at an active rate. Yes. A lot of these other men are fighting once a year. Obviously, pandemic, yeah, you can throw that into it, but even before pandemic, they weren't fighting (laughs) enough. PBC. Let's be real. PBC, they, they, they got these men on an island. They fight once a year, some of them. Iron sharpens iron. Canelo is putting a lot of people to shame purely because of the fact that he's staying active and he's fighting the best and it's making him better. Mm-hmm. We're seeing it before our very eyes. These people need to take a leaf out of Canelo's book and get active and fight better opposition. Simple. If you want to get on this guy's level, get active. This once a year against right, these random blocks, it's not going to cut it because then when you go and fight Canelo, he makes you look like a dickhead. And he dogs you out because of the fact that he's been active. He's been fighting the best every single time. Bro, the res- I don't even need to read off the resume. The resume is nuts now. Mm. The resume is insane. And it's annoying because... Beating he- champions in their prime as well. 
<laughs> he's making world class fighters. His resume doesn't look as good now because he's made a mockery of certain champions. Like Callum Smith, he weren't meant, <laughs> yeah. to, he weren't meant to do that to Callum hey, Smith. I don't care. I know, I know, I know. It's still rattled you. You're it's still rattled. Because <laughs> people say he's not gonna. He's, he fought Rocky Fielder. They were saying he's not gonna do that to Callum Smith. He's not even gonna try fight yep. Callum Smith. He's gonna he's gonna grab the one sixty eight regular and then run back to one sixty. Everyone was saying this. Yep. People keep forgetting. Yep. Now he's unified one sixty eight. Are you mad? <laughs> people are saying Callum Smith was a bum. And Kenneth Smith was considered the best. He was the best. <laughs> the he was the best in the division. Yep. And yeah, look it, yeah, it's brazy. It's nuts. Um, people are now going to say. I'm already seeing people saying that people say Billy Joe wasn't that good. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. Billy Joe was the same and person. Like I said, said he had the best chance to beat him. Everyone was saying that. Yep. Yep. Like I said, he's fighting elite fighters in their prime, champions, world class fighters, and taking them out, and it's making him better. And it's up to his levels. So these other guys also need to get active. All these people calling him out. Eubank went and called him out. I don't know you're talking. You're getting stopped <laughs> in three rounds. Um, <laughs> a lot of these guys, all oh, they're calling him out and whatnot. Obviously, we know Bivol now wants him as well. You guys, get active, bro. Get active. Do you want to see him at 175? Guys who have... hmm? Do you want to see him go up to 175? No, personally, no. I feel like... He's already he's already overachieving as it is fighting at one sixty eight. Um, he really should be fighting at one fifty four if I keep it a bucket. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, no, nah, I, I I have no business with seeing him at one seventy five. He, oh, he he only he will go there if he feels that the competition at one sixty one sixty eight is so. I think he's exhausted all options, and obviously the fans want to see him severely tested. And obviously, they'll call for Viterbi a fight or a Bivol fight. Then I'll be like, okay, cool. If you have to, you have to. I'll tune in. But I'll rather he stays at 160 and 160 because there's still good fights being made. I still want to see him against... Obviously, he will fight Plant. I want to see him. But yeah. I would still like to see him against Benavides. I would still like to see that, personally. Um, even though I feel like Andre, Andre doesn't deserve it now, um, if the option is made, yeah, because, I mean, yeah, he doesn't deserve it. I don't think so, but... Andre should have fought Charlo a long time ago. But yeah, if an option, if that does happen, I'll tune into that. If Charlo does happen, I'm tuning into that. So there are still people around this division, around 160, 168, that I still want to see him fight and get it in with. Um, so yeah, I feel like there's, there's no need for him to rush to 175 right now. And I just yeah. feel like it's just, that'd be too much of a jump. I, I'll, I'll be very honest. Yeah. It'll raise question so marks for me. I'll be so real. Start to raise question marks. And I don't want to start raising question marks. <laughs> But this guy's a bona fide Hall of Famer already. Yeah. Um, what he's a multi. I mean, how many weight classes? Is what? Walter weight? No, no, not what weight. It was one fifty four, right? It was. Yeah, he did. He super fought world weight, but he didn't win a world champion. Yeah. So he's super welterweight, middleweight, super middleweight, and light heavy. That's four weight classes. He's world champion. Mm-hmm. Nuts. Mad. Crazy man. This is. We just we just got to take it in and enjoy it. But damn, what what next for Billy Joe? Let's let's talk about that one. What next for Billy Joe? Uh, well, it, it's a long layoff for him. Um, he's going to be out for probably up up to a year. Really? I mean, well, yeah. Well, Danny well, Danny back in back in like six months. Yeah, yeah, maybe half. Yeah, well, it depends on. I guess, we'll find out. I guess yeah. depending on the, yeah, depending on sever- on the severity of the whole injury and etc. Um. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. But he, he, he didn't disgrace himself at all. He actually, for me, he even looked good in portions. He won rounds of Canelo, which is no mean feat. And he touched Canelo and made Canelo miss. Yeah. Um, I feel like for him now, uh, Eubank's calling for his fight. I don't think he needs to fight Eubank personally. But if he wants to go back and do that sort of like a domestic sort of thing, that's great. Um, yeah, recover and get back on the trail. Um I personally feel like Billy Joe should be fighting at 160. Um, but he probably won't go back down now. He's dead at 168 now. He probably won't go back down. Um, yeah, he'll probably take on... maybe. I'd like to see him take on another contender at 168. So if he comes back, has a little tune-up, if Benavidez is still around, you know, if Benavidez still has had a fight or once Canelo dethrones Caleb Plant, he can take on Caleb Plant maybe. I still want to... Yeah, I want to see... I still want to see the Andre fight as well. So... 
There's still okay. fights out there for Billy Joe. As we say, a loss isn't the end of the world. I just hope he comes back motivated. You don't think you this is retirement for him? What, what, what motivation is there? You've, you've had the biggest yeah, fight of your career. He, he's, got, he's got the big fight, yeah. And we know motivation is a big thing with Billy Joe because when he's not motivated, he comes and he doesn't really turn up. So, yeah. Um, so I, I would like to see... Well, he's, what, 31? I'd like to see him continue. I would like to see him continue, but I would not be surprised if he retires. I won't lie. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. You're right on that one. I mean, a lot do, of people do, are... Cool, do, do you personally think he should go? No, I don't. I'd still like to see him in some fights. Um, I yeah. I do think that could be a big option for him to call it a day. He's made he's made big money. Um, how motivated would he be to fight other people? But I personally would still like to see him box Golovkin's head off, box Eubank's head off, and have a competitive fight with Andrade. Those are three fights I'll still watch and tune in for. Um, right. So yeah, and I think those fights will be good money for him as well because yeah, I mean he's he was a character in the build up. It'll be good press conferences. Um, he is a character. I mean he rubs yeah. me off the wrong way, but he is a character. I can't deny that. So yeah, yeah. I, I do think he might need to come back and because a lot of these words have now bitten him in the bum, um, <laughs> saying he will fight <laughs> Canelo in, in a phone booth. The phone yeah. booth, yeah. He said a lot of things. He called himself Big Ball, Big Ball Billy before the fight, <laughs> and like a lot of things may have humbled him. We'll see, but um, mm. I, I, I'll still like to see him in some fights. And I think yeah. he gave a good account for himself. It was just a crazy shot. He's, yeah, I mean, there's no shame in losing to Canelo. This is the pound for pound king, best boxer on the planet. No shame in that whatsoever. And he looked good in portions. He took rounds off him, like I said. And he made him look silly in portions. Um, it's just you're up against a guy that's just generational. That's all you can describe him, right? It's generational talent, this guy. So yeah, no shame in that. But yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he does retire. I really won't. Um, but yeah, hopefully he sticks around and all the best in the recovery as well. Mm. And Canelo marches on. <laughs> Canelo marches on. We gotta appreciate this guy while we have him. I won't lie. <laughs> yeah. We really gotta appreciate him. Crazy man. Um yeah, I think that wraps up the Canelo sort of Saunders sort of talk. Yep. It's a great event. I really enjoyed that. Big time boxing is back. Um, just a quick one. Um, there were, it's not as big fights in terms of in terms of magnitude. It's not as big as Canelo Saunders, but there are two decent fights next week. Um, I want to quickly preview. Yep. The first one is the return of Joshua Barazzi. Yes. Um, We've been saying that, you know, he kind of needs to, he needs to get moving and shaking because his division is alive right now, especially domestically. A lot of, there's yep. a lot of movement going on. And we don't want Boatsy to be who we feel. We personally feel that Boatsy is the star of the show on a British level anyways. We don't want to see him sort of get left behind by everyone who's sort of making moves. But yeah, he's finally got his, his, uh, his fights pending against um, undefeated Frenchman. Um, Dos Santos, I believe his name is. Yeah. Um, yeah, to Santos, um, from what I remember. Um, actually, let me find, I've got it here. Yeah, Daniel Blender Dos Santos. Uh, unbeaten Frenchman. I have no idea. I've never heard of him before. But look to his, look to his record. He's unbeaten, but the people he's beaten, he's beaten basically people who've had, you know, everyone's got a losing record. So um, that sort of, I guess, gauges the level he's at. Obviously, you can't assume things. And yeah. we've said it before with these unknown uh, quantities, they come and they can upset the upper cup. But it, I, I feel like this is this should be a fight where Whitey flexes his skills and puts on the show, really. Yeah. Um, He's working with um, yeah. Virgil Hunter now. So, and we know what Virgil yep. Hunter brings. Um, Top trainer. Yeah. <laughs> Elite <laughs> you know. trainer. So I'm looking yeah. to see the, the step up in, or just some some new things in this on display there. Yeah. So, yep. yeah. That, Obviously, that was that was meant to be the undercard of Taylor, not Taylor Harper versus Harper, yeah, versus Troy, which Troy, obviously yeah. has been cancelled because Harper has, I think, it's a re- recurrence of her, her hand, her hand, right? Yeah, yeah, fractured her hand. So sadly, she's shame. that fight's had to be cancelled, which is a big shame. It was a unification. That was going to be a barnstormer. <laughs> yeah, going to be a good fight. So very sad. Yeah. Hopefully, she recovers and gets back to full health, and we can see that fight later down the line. But it's, it's sad when you go through camping and a week out, it's cancelled because of an injury, which is a big shame. But yeah, I think yeah. Whitey's headlining it now, so we get to see JB making action. Just business. Um, yeah, that's for the WBA. 
international light heavy title. So if he's going with the WBA route, that puts him in the sights of Dimitri Bivol. Um, it's a nice little sight there for him. That's that's nice. I like that. Um, yeah. Um, hopefully he puts on a show and he shows that he isn't too rusty. As I said, there's been movement. Obviously, Craig Richards had his belt with Bivol. Um, unfortunately, lost that one. Callum Johnson's back. Um, who else? Um, obviously, Lyndon Arthur, we know, is number one contender for Joe Smith Jr., right? Yeah. Um, and Anthony Yard is going to be back soon, I, I, I presume. So, yeah. Yeah. Got to make sure that sort of, you know, Joshua Boatsy isn't sort of left behind and he's also moving and shaking, like, like I like to say. Um, another fight that's also going down. I remember we previewed our P- the PBC calendar. Yeah. I think this is what the first fight up. Um, Louis Neri versus Omar. Is Brandon. It, no, Brandon Figueroa. Yeah, Brandon. Yeah. Um, for the WBO Super Bantam weight title, I believe it is. Yeah. Um, both undefeated. I've seen Neri fight a couple of times. He's good. I do like him. Very exciting to watch. Powerful. I haven't really seen Brandon Figueroa before, but I know he's unbeaten as well. Um, so that should be potentially a good fight. I feel like two undefeated guys. And the winner of that fight, fights um, Stephen Fulton um, for his IBF. I think he's got the IBF in that division. So yeah, that's the winner of this one. Then goes and unifies with with, um, with Fulton. So yeah, that division is pretty decent as well. I mean, yeah, the, that, that, that was confirmed, wasn't it? That was confirmed on there. Yeah, yeah, it was. That's yeah, good. that's confirmed. So the winner, yeah. So for if the winner of this goes to unify straight away, so that's nice. Because um, in that division, um, there's a Uzbekistan fighter, Alkadiev, I think his name is. He's got two of the belts. Okay. I don't know, is he a matchroom fight? I'm not too sure. He might, I can't remember. But um, and then obviously, yeah, Neri's got one of them, and Fulton's got the other one. So, yeah, the winner of that of of uh, of, of Neri and Figueroa goes to unifies, and then hopefully we might get unification between Uzbeki and the winner of whoever. So uh, there's a lot yeah, of potential undisputed sure. fights. A, a lot, of, a lot of potential undisputed fights for real. Good to see, so man. We're gonna we're gonna preview another big one next week. Um, but yeah. Uh, let's leave it there. Yeah. Once again, I mean, Canelo, what can we say, man? He's he's just, yeah, a joy to watch every time. And I will say this, though. I hope it happens, but I, I feel like, to be fair, he's a free agent now, only technically. So Canelo can, even though he's a free agent, he's really a match fighter, but he's a free agent. So he, I guess he can sign deals wherever. Um, I almost feel like, Obviously, you know Al Heyman and PBC. Sometimes they're a bit there's an issue making fights with them. But hopefully, if because if, if, he's a free agent, he'll be able to sign that one fight deal or two fight deal or whatever to fight on PBC. Hopefully, and there's no there's no there's no hurdles to make that one because I, well, I need that to be made. I won't lie. He's already tasked Eddie Hearn with um, making that fight with Caleb Plant, so he might extend yeah. his deal with Matchroom. Caleb Plant needs that fight. Yeah. He's not. He can't say no to it. I mean, we we know what Caleb's like. He won't he won't talk the smoke. Yeah, he, he, he tweeted straight away. Like he tweeted like, yeah, he's basically he's on it. Um, Caleb Plant, we know what he's like. Uh, yeah, he's not a docker. Yeah. He would want that. It's just whether the business politics sides of things without him and then that won't come into play, and wouldn't be an issue. And yeah, hope you know. I think Hearn's okay, so he'd be happy to let Canelo fight on on Fox. Like that should not be an issue. Um, yeah, whoever so puts yeah. up the money, I guess we'll see how it works. Yeah, whoever puts up the bread. Um, and just before we sort of sign off, did you peep what Eddie Hearn said as well in the interview after Canelo? But there's a certain announcement coming this week, apparently. He's got a big announcement for us. Yeah, let's wait and see what that announcement he's te- is. He's, he's, he's teasing, teasing us, Eddie. Well. Naughty, naughty. Don't, don't tease us, boy. You better come out with it. But apparently, that you know, a certain fight that we've been waiting for, the venue and date is going to be confirmed this week. But watch it be watch it be some other fight or something. I don't know. But yeah, we'll keep we'll, we'll keep our eyes peeled for that one. We're waiting on that one. We're waiting on that one still. But yeah, let's leave it there. Episode thirty-seven. It's been a goodie. Um, Canelo doing Canelo things. Um, yeah, man. I'm I, I'm just looking to see how far he can take this thing, man. Yeah. I, I'm looking to see how far he goes with this. But he's in the Hall of Fame already. Best of it. One of the best of his generation, easily. Yeah. But yeah, I've been your boy Cam. I'm your boy Flows. And yeah, make sure you check us out on all the platforms and all the social medias. Peace. Yeah.